0: Hey, welcome to another episode of Diary of Self-Deprecation with me, Cesar Roxab, a podcast where I find humour out of life's everyday kick to the balls and I am recording this from Stockholm, Stockholm, Sweden. I just did some shows here, some gigs, did my one-hour show uh, in Stockholm which was lots of fun, we'll get into that in a minute. But uh, yeah, right now it is 9.40pm, uh, just recording this after a long day. I just had a, a long tourist day. Uh, basically, just been doing gigs throughout the week, finally have a day off, and I pretty much tried to see everything I could in a day that I wanted to. Uh, went to Natural History Museum, went to the Museum of Design and Architecture, saw some art. Um, I got really inspired by Chris Rock and well, was on Kevin Hart's Heart to Heart. And he was talking about how he was just, he was, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, he was saying, i will just go out and I see art and I just consume art, 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 art. And I was like, right, I'm going to do that. And 100% agree with this. I definitely want to do more of this. Um, absolutely loved uh, the day because it was just consumed by art, whether it was paintings, design, whether it was a piece of furniture, piece of architecture, whether it was just the scenery, um, obviously being on my feet and just walking around, getting that fresh air, and just enjoying myself because I didn't have a gig today, didn't have anything. Um, yeah, a great day, great way to end the week. I um, started here in Stockholm, and pretty much all the gigs have been very late because I've been um, the headliner, coming, being the international guest uh, in the Stockholm clubs. Saturday I was the headliner, I was on, I mean the show started at 9.30pm, I was on at 11.30pm, so I got back by the time, I mean again, uh, that was a great start for me, because I actually didn't do as well as I would have liked, I did fine, you know, got laughs, but not as well as I would have liked, and the reason being is I changed the order round, and I went for the darker stuff first, and I think that I needed to win them over first, classic uh, lesson in comedy, win the audience over first, but yet, learned that the big way. Then moved on to Tuesday again. Uh, so Saturday did 15 minutes, Tuesday did 10 minutes. So I dropped the dark stuff Did just the punchy uh, gag stuff and a great set, really tight, a nice tight 10. And I had my solo show Wednesday. So what I tried to do was advertise the solo show on Saturday and on the Tuesday by handing out flyers, by telling the audience about it. And not only did not a single person turn up, which was a kick to the balls, but uh, I saw people like they were, they, you know, they clearly went on the flyer or they saw me, uh, they saw my profile on Instagram through maybe the clubs uh, tagging me. Cause I saw like uh, some Swedish people had um, viewed my story and they did not follow me. They chose not to follow me. So I was, um, I definitely think I should be adding more content, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, Back to the comedy. Yeah, really nice tight set on the Wednesday. I typed it up nicely done. Uh, Had the first half of my show, very well prepped, felt very prepared. However... Ticket-wise, I was so anxious because when I arrived on the Friday night, come Saturday, only four people had pre-bought tickets. Fast forward to the actual Wednesday morning, the morning of the show, I think we got up to about 10 or 12. However, by the time we got to stage time, I got there, I got at the club about 10 to 7, show starts at 8, and yeah. It had uh, boomed up to about 20, and then that's when the sea of people came in. Um, I actually started panicking because I wasn't sure how to do the tickets and stuff. I mean, people were speaking to me in Swedish. I don't speak Swedish. So rang up one of the opening acts, told him, please come down. He did all the ticketing. Great guy, helped me out. We had people coming in. By the time we start the show, uh, we had 60 people. Uh, check 10 so great great turnout and then more people had to come in but there was this uh comedian who just sort of popped in I think he was looking for a spot I was like I, I don't know this guy so I wasn't willing to give him a, a spot I'm not just gonna put some random guy on and not know how it would how it would turn out but um yeah it was just that that presence in the room where I was like hey buddy like if you're not on the bill. you're not here to watch the show, just walk away. But I think it was just that ego of just checking the place out because he kept asking me like questions and stuff about marketing. And I'm like, buddy, I don't have time for these questions, right? I don't have time to do an interview. 15 minutes before the show started. However, I just left it. Carried on the show. The show was great. First half, we had some uh, local um, acts uh, do, do like 10 minutes each uh which i brought them up and then just kind of warmed them back down had the break and then i did my hour it was a great great uh feeling to be able to just perform it for a packed up room uh tight set didn't you know one or two lines could have been better a few bits could have been perfected but that's always going to be the case um i had my notebook up but i only glanced at it i'm at the stage now where i'm i'm tolling down to just bullet points To make sure I memorized the order, which is yeah, I'm I'm happy with the order. But actually, uh, once the show finished, and I had that buzz, that post show buzz, where everything was great, got a handful of new followers. um, Lots of people said well done, that kind of stuff. All all good vibes. Fast forward to Thursday. On Thursday, I did two sets. I opened Stockholm Comedy Club in the 10 minutes. They um, they did this thing. It's similar to the... um, What's it called? The Frog and Bucket in Manchester where the acts come. They write their names, put it in a bucket. The host will read out the names randomly. They'll pick out uh, the names out of the bucket randomly and then that will be the lineup. However... I think everyone gets on. I, I honestly think that there weren't too many signed up. Um, cut long story short, they put me on 10 minutes to open in, in English before their their, uh, their night. And I did, uh, you know, a nice tight 10. And then when I, because I was so loose, having done a set and having done my solo show and having pretty much done what I wanted to achieve in my time in Stockholm, the second gig... In back in Big Ben, where they have their English night on a Thursday, I did uh, 10 minutes again, but I did a whole different 10 minutes, and actually it felt way better, it felt way more natural than the other 10 minutes. And I think I might change up my, um, my order of my solo show. Um, I think I might have a brand new 15, I say brand new, I just, I just mean a new order. Uh, the opening 15 minutes might be new. Because what I did in terms of the order, I started with a joke uh, to win them over, as opposed to starting with chat to to ease them into the show, and that that actually worked much better. Um, But yeah, uh, Thursday was a great great way to end the the comedy run, and then afterwards, me and a few other comedians went out for some late night burgers. Uh, I had a burger and a beer. Probably regret it. I mean, I don't regret the socializing, but food wise, it was I felt it in the morning. Definitely felt it in the morning. all right i'm back i made the big mistake of drinking a liter of water before hitting record so i had to go for a quick uh bathroom break but i am back um what was i talking about last can't remember i think it was a late night burgers um yeah great channel comedians i fucking love hanging out with comedians that's kind of been the perk of um coming to stockholm because i get to obviously like you know read about their gossip and see you know what they think of each other's clubs and what they think of you know concepts of show ideas and and how they manage uh, the club and how they do things over here um and just try and keep my ears open and see how I can kind of uh use that to my advantage in in any way but yeah so far uh I like having the Stockholm scene be welcoming to me I you know Again, I did uh, Stockholm Comedy this time, which I didn't do before, so that's one new club on my list of uh, clubs I come to perform at, with uh, the Big Ben Pub, which is one of the um, uh, most famous comedy nights in Stockholm. They, they do comedy every day, similar to Angel or Top Secret in London, and yeah, uh, I'm really glad my solo show went well, because now it proves that I can come back and uh not not be embarrassed which is, which was my biggest fear was basically blowing it, blowing this opportunity um either by having low attendance numbers or just a bad show so thankfully both did not happen i had great numbers i had a great show there's evidence of that cuz i i sent the promoter uh, some clips uh to show him how well it went and what i did was actually i made a little uh like a thank you video little thank you reel on instagram and i was reading about algorithms uh today and when the right time to post and they were saying for example and I'm, i think this is just off memory so this might be wrong for example it'll be like friday 3 p.m and i did it at 2 a.m so i'm always wrong with the algorithm i uh i had something i need to get better at as well um even i posted up the some photos of my little tourist day. And I did it literally like an hour ago, what, 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 8 p.m. on a Friday. Probably not too many people browsing the web. They're probably out drinking. So again, it's, uh, and also I, I posted about, well, multiple posts, but within each post there were multiple photographs. So we're talking like, I don't know, over a hundred photos just dumped on Instagram. I don't think that's the way to go about it, but yeah, that's what I did. So that was my uh tourist day today. Uh, very enjoyable. I've started to realize that I am a slow walker when I'm a tourist. I was walking around uh Stan, which is basically the old city in Stockholm. Um, again. Tourist Olympus, uh, for those who've never been to Stockholm. uh, Basically, yeah, walking around, taking photographs, uh, stopping every 10 seconds, preventing people from walking. um, And yeah, I, I I now forgive slow walkers because I get it. And also, Stockholm is one of those cities where, I mean, cars and stuff, not so much. I mean, they have wide roads, you can kind of see, but the bikes fly past. And I, I kept thinking to myself, oh, oh you, know, I, you know, you look left, look right. Start to walk, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a bike was passed. I even saw in the distance like this bike was flying forward, and I think a, oh, I don't I don't know if it was a police officer or maybe just a road um, road officer. Is that even a thing? But basically, someone uh, someone of authority had stopped the cyclist and then allowed like a trucker to, or you know, a big big dump truck to sort of uh, make a right turn. So. Yeah, I mean, bikes in Stockholm is, a, is definitely a cycling city. I've seen lots of people with bikes, um, but yeah, they they was passed. So being a slow walker and a dangerous walker, that. Um, but yeah, I uh, walk around, see the sights. Uh, had someone hand me a uh, rain R E I G N rain total body fuel drink. Sour apple. It was absolutely disgusting. Um, But uh, for the purpose of this podcast, they are today's sponsor. Um, Kidding. I had never heard of the company before, and I now know why. Because it was bad. It was a disgusting drink. Another kick to the balls because you get this free drink when you're very thirsty, and it tastes of sour apple. I don't understand who is coming up with these flavors. Who is suggesting it? Maybe the sour apple is so bad they have to hand out for free. But yeah, um, and just walking around, uh, different, uh, you know, just around different little alleyways and stuff, and all these little, uh, just taking photographs of just whatever I thought was interesting. And what was interesting about that? When you when you take photographs of random stuff, people then take photographs after you, thinking that this is some, you know, special thing, and it's not. I'm literally just taking, maybe a sign is interesting to me, or. Or even something in the window, like a, an object might be just might just make me laugh. So I take a photograph of it. Um, it might be just a, a chair that I just you know just is slightly different to a normal chair or whatever. Just any any tweak, any variety of got, oh that's different. Um, I'll take a photograph of it. Went into lots of shops. Went into little tiny shops with like little souvenirs or or memorabilia and stuff like that. A lot of a lot of art. A lot of gift shops for, like, paintings and graphics, and, uh, what's funny, I was into one store, and they had everything from, like, little souvenirs to, like, you know, kind of big teddies and wall paintings, and then they had this, um, this busk, like a head statue, and, uh, I was like, oh, is that Jeffrey Dahmer, because, you know, documentary's out, uh, you know, the, uh, acting, what's it called, the series, like, yeah, the series is out now, Dalmer, Netflix. So I was like, oh, is that Jeffrey Dalmer? And he's like, no, that's Andy Warhol. <laughs> Which, I mean, we both laughed because, I mean, that, you know, Andy Warhol, uh, you know, he had he had the serial killer glasses. Those are infamous glasses. You you Google Andy Warhol and you Google Jeffrey Dalmer, and I'm telling you, those prescriptions are, uh, yeah, they're not far off they're uh they're not far off from each other um but yeah I, I saw lots of art uh went to the national history museum went there went to the um, Art design of uh, architecture and design museum uh again just consuming art really really uh fun but uh I've noticed as well like i am okay so art tech scenery tech. Going through the list of what Stockholm has, beautiful landscapes, fresh air, nature, yes. Um, obviously, you know, comedy clubs for myself. What they lack is food. I was starving and didn't know what to eat. So, you know, again, I mean, they, they do great in pastries, you know. Um, I tried a mud cake, which was basically like a chocolate brownie. But again, it was just this real, real delicious chocolate cake. Coffee, they have a big coffee culture here where essentially people take use coffee shops and make it into their office. You see a lot of people with like laptops out and having their coffee, which is, you know, I love that kind of culture because, you know, being a comedian, that's usually where I do writing. Cause it's like in a coffee, um, coffee shop. But food-wise, I mean, other than a bagel and a pastry, they suck i'm sorry stockholm but you get you get a low rating for your cuisine and i don't when i say cuisine i'm not talking about like oh there's no thai restaurants there's no japanese restaurants there's no Thai. they have restaurants of other cultures sure but if you're just walking by it is essentially pastries um you know your burgers your kebabs and stuff which i don't want uh, in the end, what I had for dinner was actually really nice, it was like a cured salmon with some potato and some salad, it was great, but it was in a pub, like I would never expect that in a pub, it was like a a pub with the footballs on, everyone's drinking beer and, and there's me in the corner having like this, uh, looks gourmet, Is probably not gourmet, it's probably like, alright, just get it out, whip it up, I I, I don't imagine it's fresh, Um But as I said before, it was was the best of a bad bunch because there was really low on options when it came to to food in Stockholm, Um, which isn't the end of the world. I mean, uh, again, another kick to the balls. When you're traveling, I don't know if it's like, uh, it happens to everyone. But food is going through me. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but i am not been able to to keep it in in my stomach. And that always happens when I'm abroad. I don't know why. Am I eating too much, too little? I know today I didn't have enough water, but my God, it is just... I've never felt... I mean, you know, pun intended, i never felt so shitty in my life. Uh, It's just been been awful. But, you know, as I said before, I'm going to just... Take it easy. Uh, the last hour I've just been in the the hotel sauna, just kind of sweating it out. But yeah, it's been a it's been a real kick to the balls not being able to eat food. Um but a you know a real lack of real lack of cuisine here in, in Stockholm. Um I must say your art and your scenery and your um just general uh city has been been a, a pleasure and made up for it. But yeah. Um what else has been good happening so far? Good, good comedy as well. I really like the audiences here in Stockholm. Um, oh, this is something that happened on the Thursday shows. So I did two gigs on Thursday, opened Stockholm comedy, and then wrapped up in Big Ben comedy. I I had a, a joke uh, where basically I I kind of knew that there was a, a group uh, sitting uh, in the op- in the first show. They were clearly celebrating something the way they were just like having gathered around and beers and stuff. So I was like, oh, you guys are celebrating. What what are you guys celebrating? It's like, oh, birthday. Oh, birthday boy. Round of applause. Way birthday boy. I asked him, how old are you? He said 32. The guy looked 18. I was shocked. Like, the general people here in Stockholm look way younger. Um, And it's, you know, the occasional. There was another group. Girl looked a bit, you know, uh, really young. And maybe she was just 18, 19, but I didn't ask. But based on from the other guy, I was like, because I didn't want to repeat the same joke. Um, but he was 32. I'm, I'm 31. I was like, my God, like he looked really, really young. And I thought, oh, yeah, is that a Swedish thing, blah, blah, blah. You know, trying to just think about it. I kid you not, same night, second gig at Big Ben. I'm on stage. To the right of me, sitting, left of audience um stage right a girl looked 12 I even said it on stage I was like she looks 12 I'm telling you Stockholm I don't know what the pedophilia rate is here I think there's a lot of pedophiles that just will never get caught because they're dating people old enough like they just look young so therefore you know from a technical point of view they're not doing anything wrong but they're in it for all the wrong reasons and they're just getting away with it because mentally they're having the same perverted thoughts they're just having it with someone who happens to be older than they look. it's a bit like those um those people that they 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 look like children they their're their uh age they you know they do age with time but their body stays looking like children and I do think uh you know if you you know i'm just saying i'm just saying, what am I saying I have no idea but point being uh yeah, people in Stockholm look a lot younger, um than than expected. Um, but yeah, I've really enjoyed my time in Stockholm. Thank you to everyone who came to all the shows. Thank you to everyone who came to Big Ben to my hour. Uh, really, really happy with my hour at the moment. I'm still writing, still perfecting it, still making tweaks. But where it's na- where it is now, um, I think in Stockholm the comedy scene here is like a writer's workshop because um you know the jokes have to be really very, very well crafted uh you get applause breaks here in, in Stockholm which is very rare you know it's very kind of old-fashioned thing but they applaud the jokes which is on the one hand it's mess up the timing because you know a laugh you know you can only laugh for so long whereas applaud sometimes the applaud goes on a, a bit too much and you're like okay it's it's getting awkward now um but I just need to get used to it I suppose um but yeah uh always always good to get feedback and then it's just been really like a one big writers workshop being here for the week um i'm back in london and let's end it with another kick to the balls i had a delivery disaster so i've got shows coming up in october i have to promote them not only online but obviously putting up flyers putting up posters and i ordered them for them to arrive. Because I'm not in London, I, I said, all right, I'll send them to the venue. Did they deliver them? No, they did not. Why, 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 why would you ask, as a venue, to send me posters, for me to send you posters to your venue, and then you're not there to collect them? And now I have just lost out on money, there's no advertising, and now I have to conjure an audience in a matter of days, what we well, want to, four days from now, I, I'm doing another hour show, uh, to a hypothetical audience, which may or may not exist, um, and again, back to, this is literally, when I arrived in Stockholm, I said this last week on the podcast, I think I did it anyway, I had such anxiety, coming, will I sell tickets, will I not, in the end, it was great, because this is a comedy night, people expect comedy, they came along, however, some of the places I've hired, are not known for their comedy. They're just known as pubs. And I had to to convince people on the day, maybe, to just come into a room and listen to a complete stranger, um, which is a lot harder to do than someone who wants to be at a comedy show. uh, Because, you know, there's one thing about wasting time. There's another thing about, like, oh, hey, can I waste your time today? Going up to people face-to-face and saying, hey, can I please have an hour of your time? Oh, yeah, I'm going to charge for it. Um, So thanks a lot to those venues who are not doing anything on their side of the bargain, and then they expect me to bring an audience. Um, And also some of them are like, uh, oh, uh, if you promote our show, you have to mention us in every marketing. I'm like, sometimes it's better just have a list of shows. It's more impressive to see a comedian be like, oh wow, this guy does so many shows. Clearly he's doing well for himself. I'm gonna check it out. And people will say, Oh no, no, but you'll split your audience. It's in different places. That's why we put them in different places to give everyone a chance to come to see it. Um, but venues, you know, they're competitive. They want their venue to be the only venue mentioned. Um, so yeah, that's something I will have to deal with on my return to London. Um so yeah, October third, doing a five minute set at Jesters, just Again, getting my groove back. On the 4th, I have a solo show in, in Brixton, London. On the 7th, I am doing Arabs Are Not Funny, headline of that. On the 8th, I'm emceeing, um Weapons of Mass Hilarity. However, that's sold out, so that's one thing to not worry about. However, there are a couple of um, gigs which I'm booked for, and the promoter is messaging me, asking me to promote the show. Hey, that's your job. I already have anxiety promoting my own show I don't need anxiety promoting your show all right this is um again why are you putting on so many shows if you don't have the audience having said that I could say the exact same thing to myself this is the this is the reason I have anxiety promoters what they do is they put on shows as they should they're promoters right and I get booked for these shows and then I get a message saying oh hey our ticket sales are low and I'm going great so how, if, you know, if, if you can't sell tickets with my name, how am I supposed to sell tickets with my own name? Um, and I can't keep asking the same people to turn up because again, you know, the the whole point of comedy is to perform to a new audience, um, and grow as opposed to performing to the same audience and being like, Hey, want to watch this again? You know, you comedy is the element of surprise. So I need a new audience every time. Uh, again, one big kick to the balls is this, um, anxiety of selling tickets. I, yeah this is the phase this is what i call my my imposter syndrome am i able to pull this off can i put on shows can i actually hire at a venue put up some flyers put up some advertising and get people to come see me perform if you're listening to this please go on my website and buy a ticket sounds desperate because i'm crying on a podcast however i can assure you and from the content you'll see on my instagram page i'm doing all right i promise you it's a good show. Come along if you are listening. This does sound like a SOS uh, message, a cry for help, but this is not the Titanic um, post-film. This is Titanic pre-film, where everyone was excited to go in the Titanic. Um, And everyone's like, oh my God, king of the world. That's the point. That's the phase I'm at. I just want that that feeling again. Um, But yeah, let me... Let me run through some dates. So all my dates are basically on my website. And one exciting thing I get to announce is at the end of October, I will be in Barcelona. So I'm going to go back and traveling in, around Europe. Um, Barcelona from the 28th, 29th, 30th, 31, And then I fly back on the 1st. So on the 28th, I'm doing the bomb shelter. Uh, on the 29th, I do my solo show at the Comedy Clubhouse. And then I stay there for a second show at the Comedy Clubhouse, where I just do a, a club set. Sunday 30th, I'm doing the Basement Comedy, and then the 31st, I'm doing a funky, chunky, open mic night, which is just a fun night to end the, end the travels. Really excited. I've never been to Barcelona, so again, we'll definitely uh, check out the same thing, consume myself with with art, and uh, well, hopefully the food will be better. But um, yeah, everything's booked, so from the hotel to the flights, so I can just look forward to the end of the month. Whatever happens with these shows, I will make the best, most, ugh, it is late, it's 10pm, p. I'm getting tired, so I'll wrap it up here by saying I'm going to have a fantastic October, I'm going to be positive, I'm not going to be anxious, I'm not going to be in imposter syndrome, I'm going to be confident because I've just wrapped up Stockholm and I'm going into October, full of confidence. That's what I'm going to end the podcast on. That's what I'm going to leave you guys with. Have a lovely weekend. Enjoy the podcast. Subscribe on uh, Apple Podcast. Follow on Spotify. Leave a review. And yeah, until next time, thanks a lot guys. Thank you again so much to everyone who came to all the Stockholm shows. And if you're listening to this from the UK, from London, go to shoutsup.com for all my dates. Thank you and good night. <laughs>